0: Welcome to Eildspell. Today we have for you two short stories, equally strange in their own way. We hope you'll enjoy them. The first is about the Tsar's flying ship. One day, the Tsar wanted a flying ship. As any reasonable king would do, he proclaimed that any eligible man who brought him a flying vessel would have his daughter's hand in marriage. Across the land, way down south in a small village there lived a small family the parents and three sons two of these sons as it often went were quite clever while the youngest was generally known as the fool of the world the two parents hearing the king's proclamation sent the two clever sons out decked with food supplies anything a traveler would want According to tradition, the younger, foolish son was sent out with the bare minimum. Two days' worth of food and water, and a horse with two hooves in the grave was all he had for an adventure that could take months. Unperturbed, however, the youngest son set out, north, towards adventure, and eventually, maybe, the Tsar's castle. It wasn't too long into his travels that the son came across an old man, sitting by the roadside, obviously hungry and destitute. Dismounting from his horse, the adventurer handed some of his meager food to the man. Nodding his thanks, the old man snapped his fingers, and before the two lay a great feast. You seek a flying ship, he said, motioning for the young traveler to sit. I will give you directions to it, should you ask for them." I ask, replied the son shortly. The old man told him simply to lie down next to a nearby tree. As those instructions were simple enough, the youngest son complied. Immediately, as he lay down and closed his eyes, the adventurer heard a large wind above him rustling the leaves of a hundred trees. You may open your eyes now, the old man said and the young traveler did. Above him was a massive flying ship hovering closely above the forest top. A thin rope dangled from the prow. Quickly taking it, the young son boarded it, flying off north towards the castle and his reward. It was a shorter journey to the Tsar than walking would have been, but it still took time. Along the way, the traveler picked up numerous other ragtag travelers. A good listener... A swift walker a sharpshooter a man who could consume massive amounts of food and water and a man with a magical wood and straw along the way the traveler picked up numerous other ragtag travelers a good listener a swift walker a sharpshooter a man who could consume massive amounts of food and water and a man with magical wood and straw eventually the motley crew made it to the czar's castle And presented him with their flying ship. The Tsar, though he had promised his daughter, saw that the son was a peasant, poor and likely eager to take the littlest prize. The son, however, had seen the king's daughter once and would take nothing less, so the king gave him a series of difficult tasks, supposedly intended to prove the son could protect his daughter. Quite coincidentally, however, all of the tasks were easily completed by the young traveler's assortment of unlikely friends. And so, left with no other option, the Tsar summoned the youngest son to his throne room. Acknowledging his commitment and strength, he bestowed the son with gifts, rich wine, foods, and most importantly, the hand of his daughter, the princess. Quite fortunately, unlike in many other stories, the princess loved her suitor, merely to distraction. And so the two lived happily ever after in the palace of the Tsar. Our next story, Another Russian Folk Tale, has a lot of loose ends and untold stories. Perhaps the most intriguing is how a deathless prince dies. In other tales, the only way he can be killed is by finding his soul locked away far away on a distant island and crushing it. How the warrior queen captured the prince and locked him away is also another story and perhaps one to be told later. For now, however, we hope you enjoy the strange story of Prince Koshi, the Deathless. In a certain kingdom, in a certain land, there lived a prince. His name was Ivan, and in a large battle defending his castle, the prince's parents died. His sisters had long found suitors, marrying them and moving to distant kingdoms. And so the prince found himself alone. Seeking company, he determined to set off to visit his sisters. Even the nearest kingdom was many leagues away, and so the prince packed up all his few belongings along with enough food to last a week. It wasn't too long after setting out on his journey that Ivan found a massive army, all lying dead. In the center of the army, a stone marker had been set in the ground. It told Ivan that the army had been slaughtered by one person, the warrior queen Maria Morvena. Ivan, slightly disturbed and on the watch, set out again to see his sisters. Adventure, however, could never be too far away from the young prince. He hadn't been long on the road when the same warrior that had killed the army, Maria Morvena, ambushed him from the roadside taking him along with many other captives to a dark, brooding castle. Eventually, Ivan worked himself into the queen's favor, overseeing the other servants. One day, the queen said to Ivan and his companions that she was going out on another war and would be gone for weeks. As often happened in those days, there was one closet that no one could go in. Of course, the queen hadn't been gone two days when the temptation became too great for Ivan to resist. The door hadn't been oiled for quite a long time. The prince feared that he would be found out with the harsh creaking. But he wasn't, and entering the closet, Ivan closed the door behind him. A voice croaked from the darkness and he jumped, startled but all the voice was asking for was water. Before finding a light to see who the voice belonged to, Ivan pulled a canteen from his belt, giving it to the hand that reached out from the darkness. If Ivan had been paying closer attention, he would have seen the harsh manacles chained to the hand. But he didn't, and the strange man raised the water to his teeth. Immediately when he drank, the darkness turned to bright day. A loud cackle filled the small room as the man, Prince Koshi, the deathless, had his strength renewed. Breaking the chains and rising, throwing Ivan to the side, the deathless prince ran out the door, removing anything or anyone that stood in his way. It took Prince Ivan the better part of an hour to wake up from his stupor. When he did, it took a minute for him to adjust to his surroundings. Eventually, though, he remembered the prince of legend escaping, riding out across the dark heath. Quickly getting up and running out of the castle, he sought a horse to chase down the escapee. Not far from the castle, behind a large grove, there sat a house. The house, however, did not sit on the ground. It sat far above, perched atop two chicken legs. Baba Yaga. The wicked witch of legends lived in the house, and below, tied to one of the chicken legs, a steed sat, grazing, chomping at the bit. Running up to the horse, Ivan cut its tie, mounting it and spurring on away from the witch and towards Prince Koshi the Deathless. The wicked prince was in a battle with the warrior-queen Morvena. What Moria Morvena could not kill, however, the unexpected steed, coming from behind could. A stray, or perhaps intentional, hoof from the horse struck the deathless prince, immediately killing him. The warrior queen, whether or not Ivan intended it, was saved and swore to protect the prince the rest of her life. And although Ivan never saw his sisters again, he lived a happy life going on countless adventures and battles with Morvena.